Summers, an Australian Test Cricket History Podcast. Endless Summers Update and Source List. Hi all, Ian here from Endless Summers. Just a quick update episode. I've been working on episode 7 for a few weeks now. It's been a lot bigger than I expected, with tests going into the 6th and 7th days, so it's taken a bit longer to get it ready. Part 1 should be out in a couple of days, and the second part a week after. Following this, the show will be going on hiatus until October, we will commence with the final six episodes of Season 2, taking us all the way up to the First World War. Lots of juicy things happened in the final six Australian series up to that point, including a fight between the Australian captain and an Australian cricket administrator, so looking forward to covering that. The reason there will be such a break is that with work and the AFL season underway, my time is taken up with keeping on top of marking and my football show, Don the Stat. This also allows me to get a head start on scripts for episodes, so by the time October rolls around, I should have the remaining episodes written, so I'll only have to edit and record. I have been getting some feedback, and I do love to receive it. Big thanks to James Rogers for his great emails. I really enjoyed our correspondence, and it helped encourage me to keep going with this project. If you want to contact me via email, you can do so at endlesssummerspod, all one word, at gmail.com, or you can leave an Apple review. One Apple review has made me reflect on how people are experiencing the podcast. I recognise I talk too fast and am trying to be conscious of this as I am recording, so hopefully you will see some improvement in that. Another point this reviewer made was about the sources I used for the show. They were wondering if I was just making things up or reading directly from other sources, so I thought I would take this opportunity to discuss some of the sources I have been using to put together Endless Summers. Two reference books are my starting points when constructing an episode. They are... The Penguin History of Australian Cricket by Chris Hart and Bernard Wimpress, and The Complete Illustrated History of Australian Cricket by Jack Pollard. These books provide a great overview of the events of each series, as well as the background. They also do a great job of talking about the machinations behind the scenes, particularly how the tours were organised, and the role played by administrators in helping or hindering the Australian side. I'll always start by reading the relevant sections of these books to get a general idea of what happened. My next stop is Cricket Archive. This website has the most complete scorecards of any site out there. I do pay a subscription to access it, but it's got scores for all test matches and, more importantly, the tour games which you can't always get on Creek Info. There's also some great references at the bottom of each scorecard that highlight debuts, last matches and statistical milestones that are good to bring up in an episode. Another resource that I make extensive use of is the Wizard Almanac. As much as I love a full set of wisdom, we're very lucky that the key information is available online through the archive on Crick Info. I'll read both the series summary and the match summaries to get a further sense of the events and the progress of each series. When doing player profiles for each episode, my first reference points are Australian Test Cricketers by Rick Smith and the Crick Info profile of the player, which will often include further information from wisdom such as obituaries. This helps in the construction of the profile for each episode, which I'll flesh out with information from other sources. As to the matches themselves, the best way to get the details of what happened comes from reading the newspaper reports. Luckily here in Australia, we have access to newspaper archives through the Trove website for free. As such, I can get a detailed account of each day's play that way. For Sydney tests, I'll refer to the Sydney Morning Herald. For Melbourne, it will be either the Age or the Argus. And for Adelaide matches, the Advertiser will be my go-to source. These are great because in many cases, there will almost be an over-by-over progress of how the day's play went 
including session breaks, incidents in the crowd, drop chances, and when individual milestones are reached. This is where most of the detail of the matches in the episodes comes from. For matches in England, the Times has been my go-to source. It's often not quite as detailed as the sources in Australia, but still enough to build a good idea of what occurred in the day's play. This is retrieved through a subscription to newspapers.com. Finally, the matches in South Africa have been the most difficult, as I've been able to find sources as good as for the matches in Australia and England. Hopefully as time goes on, I will find a good source or the reports appearing in Australian newspapers will improve. These are the main sources used for the show. There are some others, including use of how start to see certain statistics. The background of South African cricket in the previous episode was built through reference to a book called Empire and Cricket, which catalogues the history of early South African cricket. As time goes on, more sources will become available to me, and hopefully I'll be able to make the show even richer. That's it from me. Thanks again for all the support. It really means a lot. Expect the next episode out shortly. Until then, stay safe and all the best. Thank you for listening. New episodes of Endless Summons will be released fortnightly. Please subscribe to be notified of new releases. You can also follow us on Twitter at pod underscore endless, and you can email us at endlesssummerpod at gmail.com.